Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Hello, friends, listeners, you guys, what's up? It's been a minute since I've like interviewed another professional. Um, Hi, we've got Joelle and Elisa who are like total wonder, like you're both like cinnamon rolls, but also like fuck a bitch up energy. And I really (laughs) enjoy that about you. I try to like remain in my cinnamon roll as often as possible, but you know, we gotta, well, you gotta, kind of bitch. We gotta have, have the balance. <laughs> right. It's like super nice, but also don't fuck don't with me energy. <laughs> I like to call it murder bunny where I'm like, I'm so sweet and cute and cuddly, but like will stab you a little bit until you get the point. Um, So if you'll just, this started off on a weird foot, but here we are. If you guys will tell me, us, the world, the vibe, what y'all do, and we'll just start there. Yeah. So we are online fitness and nutrition and lifestyle coaches. We do it all completely remotely and um, we love it. We help busy humans optimize their metabolism and live their best life. Yes. And we have and we're dog moms. And you're dog moms. And they're like, how dare you not pay attention to us? He's very interested in playing right now. He's very much a big puppy, so I mean listen. I've had so many interruptions when I'm like filming, like having to go get cows, my dad coming in, (laughs) having to go chase donkeys. Goats are being born. Goats are born. Oh my God, literally. You know know the life better than anybody. (laughs) I know flowing with life better than than most people. Um, How did you guys get into this world? Oh man, okay. You can go with that because you started on this field before me. Yeah, I mean, we together or individually? Okay. Um, I was an athlete and throughout high school and college. And it's something that I always love to do is just like being better as a human. So after college, like I decided that I want to continue like helping humans in different ways. So I decided to go down the path of training. I mean, then nutrition was definitely something I really had a passion into. So I just continued educating myself and keeping up with all of those things in between everything. And you know, I got into personal training and Rhode Island, Joel, you know, moved to Rhode Island as well. And we kind of met uh, within one of the areas that we were working. 
And I mean, <laughs> you can talk more about the details on that because you're better at explaining it, but. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's very interesting. I initially went to college to become a fine artist. I was obsessed with art and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with that. But as soon as I started in college doing art, like not for fun anymore, I was like, ooh, this sucks. I'm not loving it. And <laughs> during right. that time, I um, had gotten really into my own fitness journey. And it's that typical like story of lost a bunch of weight, a bunch of people started asking me about it. So I was like, I should probably become a personal trainer. And then I ended up uh, specializing in human performance in my um, associate's degree, transferred to Rhode Island College, got a job as personal trainer there. And um, Elisa and I had met, not there, but <laughs> kind of. Um, we met on OkCupid, but I had already been hired at the place that she worked at. So the universe was like, if you don't meet this way, you're gonna meet this way, damn it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, throughout my, uh, my bachelor's degree, which was for um, wellness and movement studies, I was personal training and I realized like pretty quickly and a lot of it honestly through like learning from Elisa and basically like her, her mentorship and seeing how other trainers were with their clients and how different she was and just the level of knowledge that she had with her own health and her clients. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Let me flip on there right Well, seriously, because a huge influence on the direction that I took mm -hmm. in this field was because of her, because I very much was in the mindset of like, go hard or go home. Mm -hmm. And that was it until I learned a lot more about overall like holistic this. Uh, so then, I mean, through a lot of discussion and just like learning from each other and deciding that we wanted to be together forever, um, <laughs> we, we were like, we need to do something more than mm. like something more than personal training for somebody else where you're very, very limited in what you can do with people. Yeah. And we slowly started just dreaming up what that would look like. And mm -hmm. it's it changed a lot along the way. Like we thought maybe that we wanted to own a gym someday. I thought I wanted to go back to school for physical therapy. <laughs> that didn't become a thing. Yeah. But all the while we were like building our online business and one thing led to another and, and here we are basically. And it's living the dream. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Can you explain the personal, the, my brain, it's been a long day of talking, um, the difference between like a personal trainer or like a one-on-one -on -one coach that you work with? Because in my experience, um, so I am like not a fitness coach, of course. So when I, I think a lot of people enter the world of coaching through fitness coaching, but it is different at least from, from my end on my experience with like a personal trainer where like my sister has a personal trainer, like, you know, the big gyms, obviously, you know, this have like the personal trainers and you go and they watch you work out for 30 minutes or an hour and they like tell you what to do. But I didn't know, or I didn't have experience working with someone one-on-one -on -one for a long time before I started working with Allison about like individualized programming. Cause it's not something I've experienced through like the bigger box gyms when they have like 20 million personal trainers and the things. So is that 
like a big difference that typically if people are going through like a gym, it'll be, they'll have that workout, but there's not necessarily or commonly like long-term programming individualized for people. Yeah. Bigger question, it, but it depends on where you are personal training. So we, she's had more experience at different places, but we worked at a studio. Um, so everything was programmed by us. Um, but people would buy packages like per session. So you really can only plan out that far with people and you're very limited to how many sessions that you have per week. So for example, like with online coaching, you can plan out, okay, this person is going to be like training three or four days a week. And this is how we're going to program for the next like three, six, 12 months where in person, very often, you know, you're only seeing somebody like twice a week mm-hmm. and that, that's different. I think a big thing too is like with personal training, like in person and everything, you're only able to talk to those humans when they're in front of you. You're not really communicating Mm -hmm. with them outside. And the way that we run our business, we are very much communication is everything. So people, you know, our, you know, our clients can contact us whenever they want. We have, obviously we answer within timeframes, but they can ask us any questions along the way. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the biggest pieces too, is not being able to communicate and work on things that are not just fitness, because yeah. let's be serious. You're going to go in, you get a good training session, but there's so many more hours in the day. And it's like, Hey, like, are you doing anything to help with like right. your stress? What's going right. on with your food? Are you even drinking water? Like, are you moving besides, you know, the desk to the fridge? Like, I don't know. There's so much in between. Yeah. So I felt like we felt like so much was like left on the table mm-hmm. and we wanted more of like a hands-on approach. Yeah. And I worked in person for over 10 years and I worked the eight to eight. Like I was training 60 sessions a week, easy. And I would never get, I would never be able to get the results. Like I can now with my humans online. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of the workouts, it's because of a lot of the stuff that goes on with uh, like the outskirts of the workouts. Beyond the weights, right? That's Beyond right. the weights, yeah. Exactly. Where it came from. That's exactly why we decided to call our business that because mm-hmm. the, for on average, the clients that we had in person, I would say average was like two sessions a week. So we're getting two hours a week with these humans where it's basically a workout and maybe like a little bit of like chatting here and there, a couple right. of nutrition suggestions, but that's it. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to be able to do so much more with people. So we're not there in person, like hands-on physically, like, okay, let me just like cue you physically, like hips here, shoulder here, all of that stuff. But we're able to do a level of that through videos on check-ins and every single week our clients are reflecting on their own nutrition, what their sleep is looking like, digestion, if they're having hormonal changes, um, what level of stress are they at for the week compared to the week before. And we're also able to look at the trends of all of these little things over time that most people don't even like realize is going on most of the time. And most people don't track, right? Like I was talking to a client earlier today about how most people have zero self-awareness and zero insight. Like they're just going through life, being hit with life, and then not really assessing, 
I'll, like, or the people will know, like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. They'll know, but they won't be like, this is wine. This is what I want to do. And then I imagine you guys find, because, you know, a lot of people who are drawn to working with a fitness coach tend to be high achievers. They tend to, high achievers is relative, but you know what I'm saying. Where like, they do a lot and then they're like, I'm going to go so hard. Or maybe you guys don't experience that, but I imagine. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, but if you want to go that hard, like you got, we got to make life a little less dumpster fire <laughs> so that we have the spoons to then lift a bunch, you know, to go hard. Because I think people forget, like, if you're so stressed out and your body's always running from a bear, you're not going to be very effective building mm-hmm. muscle or really learning anything because your nervous system is like, why are we running from so many bears all the time? Absolutely. And that is something that with us being able to know and learn these things about all of our clients, of course, we're having them do things to uh, like give back spoons, energy fillers mm-hmm. instead of like energy sucks where mm-hmm. exercise for some people mentally to an extent does fill them up, but it is a stressor physiologically, right? On your nervous system, on your body. So you need to be looking at all of these other things so that you can balance it out. And that does come down to things when you're writing a training program, like how much volume, what intensity are you at? What's the frequency of like a certain body part? So it's, there's a lot that goes into it, but at the end of the day, like everyone has a different threshold mentally and physically for how much stress they can handle. And it's yeah. about being able to really balance that out. Oh my God, you guys are like wizards. <laughs> wizards? It's good. What's like your favorite thing that you see when you work with people that you're just like, this is why I do this? Honestly, a lot. It's more than just the body composition changes. It's the growth they have within themselves and how Mm -hmm. proud they become. Like, holy geez, like I never thought I would be able to live like this. Like I have even my older clients when I had a client, it was so funny. She went, um, she's 61. She went on a, to Mexico with her husband to celebrate like a new job and like whatever. And she's like, I hula hooped. I did all the activities. I did the aerobic. Like I did all this stuff, and I wasn't able to really even move before we started working together. I was always in pain. I was on medications out the wazoo. So it was like, but it's just those little moments. Wow. Being able for people to enjoy life further than just like being in the gym. Like there's so much more that goes on, and I'm very big on this because I was very much that mindset before. I lived out of a Tupperware container. I measured everything. Everything was bland. Like everything was the gym and I missed out on life so much. And my health was in the toilet. I may have had a better body composition at times of certain things, but internally, like my blood markers stunk. Like it was just like, everything was awful besides mm-hmm. the body. I was like physically looking like what I looked like, yeah. but everything else was complete opposite. So like, we're very big on making sure that inside looks just as good as the outside. Yeah. And that's, I think something a lot of people who are not in this world, like sometimes I forget, cause I'm like in this world that I'm like, Oh, people don't know these things, right? Like a lot of people look at trainers, fitness influencers, whatever. And they're like, Oh my God, I want the abs. I want whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, 
they're not seeing the back end where perhaps their hormones are out of whack, they have depression, they have disordered eating or an unhealthy relationship with food. And especially like, I know Joelle, you're in prep right now and that is rampant in that community mm -hmm. where there's so much like really unhealthy, detrimental health things, health in quotes that people are doing to look a certain way. So I think it's beautiful that you guys take the approach of like, we're not doing, like we're not putting aesthetics over health and we're not putting short-term goals over longevity or long-term health. And like, Joelle, I know you doing prep in a really holistic, like healthy way has been something you've talked about a lot. And I find it really fascinating and just wonderful to hear someone be like, I'm not willing to wreck my body to win something like it's not worth it yeah and something that I've been very like adamant about talking about since the beginning is how much prep went into like preparing for prep to get myself in a healthy place and something that I just am trying to be aware of continuing to say so that people realize, right? Because when people look at me and the physical parents that I have now, and even will in like four weeks, they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I want this. And I'm like, but do you though? But do you really, one, and two, this is not something that I'm going to be maintaining. It is not going to be healthy for me to be maintaining this level of leanness for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. And so not only like, doing things in the healthiest way possible just but also reminding people because there's such a skewed perception with media especially social media if you're submerged in the bodybuilding world and seeing that the average person looks at it and is like oh I, I want to look like that mm -hmm. it's like you probably really don't because it's mm -hmm. not healthy and it's not sustainable and what you have to do to get there is not fun it's a lot it's a lot. Yeah. Right. Like I've been through that with Allison for probably six months where I was like, I really want, I want abs. And she's like, shut up. You're not willing to do the work. <laughs> You're not willing to do what it takes. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fine. You're right. Um, but I, one of the reasons I bring it up is I like, I follow um, a chick in the fitness influencer space who did a bikini competition a while ago. And the whole, all of her language during it was, it's so great. I'm so great. Everything is great. Da, da, da. Come six months later after the competition, she was like, I was burned out. My adrenals were whacked. My hormones were whacked. Da, 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 da. And I'm just like thinking, okay, well, one, I'm glad you're being honest finally. But two, I'm thinking she made so much money during her prep and off of that body and off of that rhetoric. And I was like, that feels so gross. Mm. that like she did that made a bunch of money and then six months later was like I burned out and now I'm taking this restorative thing and it's like you're making money both ways and the reason I bring it up is that causes people to not trust people who are in the fitness space so again y'all's commitment to saying like there's one it is a sacrifice but two there's a way to do it that is prioritizing health is so necessary because there's so many people that will just sell dishonesty in this space and that's not okay yeah I completely agree and just creating that awareness to people that like 
coming back to even what you said earlier about how you looked great on the outside, but you were a disaster on the inside, like <laughs> there's a big disconnect and people don't even realize that you can look quote unquote healthy, which doesn't even mean anything like health doesn't have a look, but it's like this societal thing that we all believe to an extent and be an internal self-survivor. So yeah. <laughs> how long did it take y'all or for each of your like individual journeys, how long did it take you guys to reorganize? That's probably not the right word to heal your system. Like how long did that take? You go. My story is a little shorter. So, <laughs> um, honestly, so to backtrack a little bit more, after I graduated from college, I went down the rabbit hole of thinking I wanted to compete. Mm. So I went through years of coach hopping, mm. and I went through lots of diet phases and never did anything to actually like truly heal, like at a hormonal level, and like what the damage that I've done. So it is now, I graduated in 2014, it's now 2023, and my health markers just started coming back two years ago from all the damage that I've done in the past. And that's because I just wasn't educated and the coaches that I were working with were good for that time because they had, I had a goal, I thought, Mm -hmm. and they trained me for that, but they never like it wasn't the mental health side of things. It wasn't really what I wanted. It's what I thought I wanted. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, it took me a long time to like resurface um, and all the hormonal damage that I've done, all the gut damage that I've done. I killed my thyroid. I killed my adrenals and my metabolism was super down regulated. So it took me the past, I don't know, what's it? Eight like years. years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight years to truly wow. get where I am now. And I look at it as like a few years ago, I was postmenopausal, and I'm only 32 years old. 30, yeah. So you're looking at, it, I was 30 years old and I was postmenopausal. So it's the matter of that's how much damage can be done. If you're not lining yourself up with the coach who's, you know, really caring and putting your health before just a potty composition. Mm-hmm. Um, that's bananas. Yeah, it was, it's, it's been a journey, um, but we are here, we are showing up and that's why I coach the way that I do coach and I will never put anybody's health in jeopardy, even especially their mental health to get a result as a body composition, just something that we don't do as coaches. Yeah. We have very hard boundaries. And we're very upfront with it. Like we're call people out if we don't think their goals are realistic for where they are right now. It's the way that we, you know. We have no problem on that. Yeah. I didn't, I luckily found Elisa before I, can I swear? Oh yeah. Before I fucked myself up too much. Um, She she was going down a deep road. (laughs) I was. Elisa was like plucking you out of a swamp. She's like, no, honey. We're not not doing this. Been there, done that. We're not doing this. (laughs) So I, um, I grew up very, very active. And I dance a lot. And as soon as I graduated high school, um, I gained a lot of weight without realizing very quickly. And, um, my wake up call was like stepping on the scale. Like so many people's wake up calls are, and that just like triggered me to hate my body. Like I, I was in a place where I was like, 
or I'm not loving how I'm feeling or looking. Mm -hmm. And then I stepped on the scale and it was like downhill from there. But um, I had no, I had no type of like real guidance. I didn't hire a coach or anything. Um, My dad was very into fitness. So I felt like, you know, I just had to do whatever he was doing. Mm -hmm. I got into running, which I absolutely hate. But at the time I thought it was like the key running. I was, I just became very, very obsessed with exercise and I lost a lot of weight very quickly. And then eventually it just um, stopped and I was confused because I, I kept losing weight, but then I was feeling like very soft. I wasn't getting toned like the girls on Instagram, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, so all the while to connect with uh, the fact that I was a big party girl. So I was barely eating and I was exercising a lot and I was barely sleeping, but I was drinking a lot of alcohol. Mm, yeah. So, um, so your, your body was like, this is so great. We love it. Yeah. And it was like, your no wonder. Like, bitch. I chronically, like, I thought I chronically just had anxiety. I was like, I just mm. have anxiety. Um, no, all she was the drinking two pots of coffee a day. That too. I was very, very cruel to my body. And I didn't even realize that because I had, it's not even necessarily that I had this like disconnect between like health and fitness. It was that I did not care because at that time I was doing everything truly out of like self hatred. I wasn't doing any of that stuff because I loved myself. It's because I wanted to um, be skinny. So I had a weird sort of kind of transition away from that because I got into powerlifting. Mm, Powerlifting is another version of the extreme for the most part, definitely can be. Um, And I really, really loved the rush of being Mm. able to lift more than twice my body weight. I, I love being in the spotlight. I love attention. Like I still do. Hence me wanting to go on stage in a bikini. Yeah, girl, get it. Um, But so the combination of like that and doing um, competitions and I was in school, so I was starting to learn and I had also met Elisa. I was learning from her and um, I knew that I had been under eating. And at this Mm -hmm. point, for perspective, I was probably like, when I was tracking around 1600 calories, not really tracking like protein or anything like that, just calories. And then, um, around the powerlifting culture of junk food, basically like not, not in a balanced way, like we're going to pound like chocolate milk or, uh, potato chips, like get the all. calories in. Yeah. Basically just yeah. get the calories in and that's it. Um, so I think in a lot of ways, powerlifting saved my relationship like with my body and myself because it got me away from being obsessed with being skinny Mm -hmm. and moved me into a place where I became obsessed with being strong yeah so mentally it was very very helpful um physically I pushed myself too far I ended up needing to get wrist surgery and just a lot of things um and all the while I'm just slowly starting to just learn more and more and eat more and more with a lot of guidance from Elisa. Um, and then after, after we got married, not too long after that, the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and um, we moved to Georgia. <laughs> that was a whole other thing. 
and we both got sick with the vid. And after that, I was like, I'm going to hire my first coach. And she was the first person who like really, really pushed me to start eating more. And I started feeling better than ever. And simultaneously looking a way that I never thought that I would be able to, because I just thought genetically, like I wasn't meant to put on muscle. Mm -hmm. Like that was just it. But it was just because I wasn't eating enough. So I never had gotten to the point where I had like seriously damaged my hormones, mm-hmm. um, my gut was definitely messed up for a while, but that's a lot better now. Um, but yeah, my biggest thing was like powerlifting and then meeting Elisa really helped transition me um, yeah. into. And let me tell you, I was very happy when she hired her first coach because she never listened to what I wanted to say. I was just going to ask, like, how <laughs> many things does your coach say that Elisa tells you? <laughs> The thing is, it's like with training, she was a great client with nutrition. She was the most stubborn shithead <laughs> coach. And I didn't know if I wanted to like throw You're her like, out the window. Fucking hire someone else. <laughs> but I mean, she did get me to start eating more food. So that's helpful. That just, I wasn't like. That was the extent she was willing to listen to you. It was amazing just to see her eat more food and not drink like two pots of coffee because she thought she needed energy. No, you just, but you just needed to eat. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny. Now I'm like telling people all of the things that I need to hear a few years ago. Oh yeah, sure. But that's, that's the part of like, that's the fun part of coaching. That's experience based. It's like. Let me tell you where I fucked up and save you the trouble. <laughs> yeah. And that's the biggest thing too, is like, I never, like when I, when I coach start with people, I'm like, I never want you to have to go through the stuff that I did. So I'm going to guide you the right way. And hopefully we're the last coach that you ever have to work with, because we're going to teach you the basics mm-hmm. and how to sustain them forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know what I tell people, I'm like, the point is that you fire me. So I want you to like, great. If you just want to come forever, I guess that's cool. But that's not the point. The point is that you get to a point where like, you don't need guidance, which is awesome. Joel, what's your favorite part? What's your like favorite thing about working with people that you see? Oh my gosh. Definitely when clients reflect on moments where in the past, they would have wanted to give up and they didn't. Yeah. That to me is like the most reflecting on that and like patting themselves on the back for it. Because one thing I feel like we teach a lot of people is that they don't have to do all or nothing. And that it's very, very hard for people to get over that, right? To get mm-hmm. over that like perfectionism, that all or nothing mindset. And in those moments where people are feeling like, okay, I want to do nothing because like, I'm not doing everything. And then say, no, wait, it's, it's okay. I don't have to do everything. That like is the moments that happens over and over again with all different people, different goals. And it just, it feels so good. I'm sure you guys experience this too, where like everyone is so different, but the things you work on and the things you teach are like the same 10 things. Absolutely. I'm like, I teach the same 10 things to hundreds of people, even though everyone's story is wildly different. So what are like the themes that you guys hit on the most? Definitely like fixing mindset. Something is better than nothing. Like yourself some damn grace. Like Jesus, we're all so hard on ourselves. 
it's not helpful. Um, there's definitely like coming down to the sciencey part of things. There's overarching things that we want to see from everybody. Like everyone's biofeedback is going to be different, but we want everybody to tell us, but also to be aware of their own, like, are you pooping every day? What does it look like? Yeah. Are you like having energy crashes at a certain time of day? Um, was this week a more stressful week than last week? How did that affect like X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. um, so there's a sleep. lot of, yeah, sleep. Sleep's a huge one. When clients tell us that they're sleeping through the night now and that they don't have to like, Isn't that's that like, that's everything. Like, okay. <laughs> I, and, like that and also like not having social anxiety when going out to eat. Mm, that's oh, a big win. One. Um, mm -hmm. a lot of the, you know, humans that come to us are like, oh, well now I can't go out to eat because I'm starting this. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah, hell yeah. We're going to teach you how. Where's the really wild where that huh? belief comes from? They're like, oh, I can never have fun again. I'll never enjoy food again. And it's like, no, no, no. Actually, we want you to do the opposite. Like we want you to enjoy it. Right. More. That's like in our, um, bio, like our bio, I guess is like yeah. without missing out on life period. Like yeah. that. To us, it's like, what is the point of doing all of this stuff if not to enhance your life, right? right? Yeah, so that's a big one. That's a, that's a huge <laughs> one. That's definitely a big one. Um, there's some other, like, main things. Well, I think part of it, too, that I imagine you guys see is, like, when people push themselves, like, naturally happens if you're lifting or doing any skill, but, you know, lifting, like because people push themselves probably farther than they thought they could like I definitely work harder when something is programmed than I ever did without because um, I have someone on the other end watching my number absolutely <laughs> I'm doing this shit um but like it builds so much confidence where I think a lot of people don't necessarily have avenues to push themselves but mm -hmm. now they do. And then they're like, oh, I could do that. I didn't think I could. Like you guys have mentioned that a couple of times and it builds confidence in other areas, which is awesome. Absolutely. Definitely the big carryover. And I guess like giving people the mental capacity of being able to handle more in the mm -hmm. sense of we're removing a lot of the stuff, like we're providing the training program for you. There's no mm -hmm. guessing. You go in, you follow your program, there's it's videos, awesome. there's literally everything with it. So yeah. you don't have to, no decision fatigue. We love that. Same thing with nutrition. Like as you get the little bit better of it, like we remove we remove that decision fatigue because it kind of becomes a new habit for you. Mm -hmm. And you know what feels good and what doesn't. So it's a matter of like, mm -hmm. hey, do I want to feel like shit or do I want to feel good and give my body what it needs? Which is such a great question. And it makes me so sad that so many people are like, well, I'm just going to continue feeling like shit. And I'm like, there's a better way. <laughs> Don't I promise you don't have to feel that way. <laughs> right, right. And that yeah. like decision fatigue thing is part of why we have our own coaches. And I feel like mm -hmm. most coaches have their own coaches because it's just more time and energy to have to think about your own stuff. And then yeah. especially being a coach and having the level of knowledge that we do, it's like, you can overthink and rethink things a hundred thousand times. I'd rather just pay someone else to do it for me. And the other thing is too, like we, we need accountability too. And it can't just be each other because you know, no. 
boundaries. Because you want to enjoy your relationship and stay married. <laughs> exactly. But in reality, too, like as coaches, like I 100% wouldn't be where I am today as a coach if I haven't invested back in coaching for myself. I have yeah. worked with a coach since I graduated college, and that was the proper coaches, like teaching mm -hmm. me to get where I am. But it's not only that. It's kind of like a mentorship to me. Mm -hmm. I'm learning so much in between and also all these experiences. I don't know. I just feel like the return and investment is just like, like it's just coming out yeah. of my school. Oh my God. I love that for you too. <laughs> it's really <laughs> precious. Oh, thank you. What else do I want to know? I don't know. What, what do you guys feel called to share? What do you got? You're the one who usually just kind of. Oh man, I am getting to that point in prep where my brain is starting to slow down just a little bit. I got four <laughs> weeks left. That's exciting. <laughs> I find like right now, so I I have a 15 week week prep, which is short and like exactly how I wanted it to be because mm -hmm. doing anything too long, you know, is not great for health overall. Um, <laughs> and just this past protocol change has been like where it's gotten tough I think and yeah so for me it's like what's getting me is like midday crashes and then I, and then I'm good like after like this time right now I'm good mm -hmm. um, but I don't think I haven't noticed like any type of like brain fog or anything but I definitely like thinking about this my brain is a little bit <laughs> Much. I think this is a good way of looking at things though, like and helping people realize too is like Joel didn't go into this with wanting a certain body comp goal. Mm. You know, like some people like, oh, I want to compete because I want to look like that. But she mm. went in a different way with it. I feel like you're in such a good mental space with like this whole entire prep and how she's handling things. Um, I just think it was, you know, it's really important to like stress on that because also like you see what happens when people diet, like watching her and like how like her energy levels are not the same. Her strength is not the same. So it just goes to show like, even with our humans, it's like when your calories are low and you're doing so much output, you're not going to get, you are literally more tired investment that you would really want. And especially if you're working a full-time job or like have kids or like, Carbonities or whatever it is, it's a lot. So it's yeah. just a matter of really coming down to things, like really thinking about your goals and like what you want, not what someone else wants for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Talk dirty to me. Right? <laughs> Literally. I did that for a long time. And I just, yeah, yeah I would never go down that rabbit hole again. <laughs> and it, it that comes back to insight too, is like really thinking about literally what you said, what do I want? Where am I at now? And what do I want? And it's like, how do we bridge that gap? And honestly, the fastest way is to find a coach who knows what they're doing and pay them money. <laughs> like, yeah. find who's good at what they do and have them help you. It's so much faster. It's so much faster. It's wonderful. I mind everything. Yep. Absolutely. Literally. Literally, because it takes like, you know, when people work with you guys, they're leveraging well, really almost 20 years of knowledge because it's the two of you. That would take them 20 years to learn. When yeah, they yeah. Leverage someone else's knowledge. Like when someone works with me, they're leveraging almost a decade of knowledge where it's like, 
um, that is worth, it's just worth doing. Um, that amount of time, but then remembering how much time during the learning periods mm. is spent learning. Like it's not just like been Googling for 20 years, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the experience too. Like we have not only 10 year or 10 plus years of education and continuing education. It's the experience that we have with coaching individuals yeah, that right. us like redirect or create a different roadmap when, you know, you know, speed bumps come along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And where sometimes you're like, oh, this will work great in theory. And then right. It looks sexy on paper, but it's not that <laughs> right. sexy. The scribbly mess. It's so funny too, because I, so I had been personal training all through my four-year college. And then I took the CSCS, which is Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist. And it's um, one of the few certifications as a coach that you can't get without your bachelor's degree. So I took it at the end of my degree. But I had been coaching people in person for years at this point. And going through that, one of the hardest courses that I ever had to do, definitely one of the hardest tests. But I had to almost like figure out how to turn off my practical coach brain <laughs> yeah. to answer textbook questions because right. I would be like, but okay, I think this is the answer you want, but like this wouldn't actually that won't work. Yeah. So and that's it's the such difference. an interesting perspective. Mm -hmm. Like experience is right so and, valuable. And that's where I say, like, really do your research on your coach that you're working with because. Yeah, every, anyone can get an online certification and call themselves a coach, but what is their experience with it? Because that's what we're seeing more of in the industry. It's like, oh yeah, you know, I competed. I'm a, you know, an online coach or like I just graduated and my expectations and like, no, like what experience do you have? Right. Make sure that matches up with your, like your goals for yourself or your, um, needs what people are yeah, looking for like what you yeah. truly want yeah yeah I was just talking to Jess about this the other day um because there's there's a comedian I follow who was like I just graduated life coaching school and if you want to work with me it's a thousand dollars a session and I you know and he was just obviously making fun of the industry and I was like no but this happens like the yeah. amount of people that I see that are like I'm an anxiety coach I'm a trauma coach because I had anxiety and I journaled about it for 30 days and now it's gone. And I'm just like, you're going to kill someone. Oh my gosh. You're going to kill someone. It's honestly scary. And I, when we first transitioned into the online space, it was very mentally, the wild west. very, very mentally challenging for me because I saw so many people becoming coaches and doing like a, a business program. You have no idea what they're doing. Like twice as much as we do. And it gave me, I don't know if imposter syndrome, syndrome is the right word because it's like, I knew that we had so much more education and experience, mm -hmm. but I had to really like just put blinders on because it was yeah. like mentally fucking with my ability to like grow out of business. So that was a good, like a big mindset shift that I had. And now it's like, it's just a thing. It's just a thing. So as a consumer, you need to, you need to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Ask all the questions. All of the questions. Like <laughs> what should they ask? So uh, like, 
one thing that would be really good to know is like what certifications and experience does somebody have? Like, do you just have this one certification that you can get? And you can ask, you can email, say whatever coach you're looking into and look up the cert and see what it actually takes to get it. If you do want someone say who have like in-person experience before, that's a question that you can ask. You can ask what level of knowledge for whatever specific issue you have. So for example, if you know that you have um, like a thyroid condition, you're going to want to work with somebody who's experienced with that. Mm -hmm. So just, just be ready with whatever questions that you have to know that a coach can deal with your specific needs and not just like burning calories. Love that. (laughs) I would also say like what the biggest thing too is like, what, what would my coaching look like with you? What do you like, you know what I mean? Like really get to know on what they do, how they do things because in how they communicate Because most people don't, they'll sign up for something and their expectations like, oh yeah, like I would expect like, you know, weekly check-ins and then they, or like, how long is your check-in process? Mm-hmm. Like when I do my check-in, how, how much longer do I have to wait in for to, to get the results? Like what's the turnaround? Because some people will be like, oh, why am I not getting a message right away? Like, hey, our, our thing is 24 hours, 24 mm-hmm. to 48 hours, depending on the day that you check in will be when you, so set those expectations mm-hmm. Or, and make sure they match up with you. Don't bend and, you know, for other people, like there's ways of just kind of like navigating through it to make sure it's really, truly what you want, because coaching is an investment and it's investment that really will return to you if you invest in the right coaches. Yeah. But I would say the biggest thing is ask, you know, what their process is and how, Mm -hmm. you know, it would look to work with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good good one too, because the amount of, we, we don't have too many clients that have never worked with another coach before. We tend mm. to get clientele that have had experiences with other coaches in the past that they didn't mm. love. And some of the things that they will tell us, we're like, oh, that's very interesting. Well, that's not how we do things. So mm-hmm. it, yeah. it, it's important to ask like, what the process is like. Like, are you going to be typing every single macronutrient for every single day into a spreadsheet every week? Like how long is it going to take you to fill your check-ins or do you just have mm-hmm. to fill out a form? It's there's yeah, like, what does it look like to be a client of yours? Yeah. Yeah. Nutrition yeah. practices are big too. Cause I've worked with coaches in the past and it's like only a meal plan. Like you follow this and that's it. Like, Nope. That doesn't teach, like, that's not something that teaches you longevity, you know, like you want to be able to understand on what you don't want to just be given here. You go like, no, like what is protein? Like, how do I substitute? Like, is that something that that coach offers? Yeah. Yeah. I I tell people all the time, like, if you're going to work with someone, make sure they're teaching you something therapist, coach, whatever, like make sure they teach you whether you know, you decide to work with someone forever or not, like they should be teaching you how to do this process. Something I encourage people to do too is like, do they, what does their life look like outside of their job? Like the coach's life, right? So like, if I'm looking at a business coach, I, if I want a business that has a lot of freedom where I'm not working 90 hours a week, why would I hire someone who promotes hustle and grind and you're always on and has no boundaries where they're working 24 seven, like that doesn't align with what I'm wanting. So if someone wants 
a coach who like lives in the gym or they're not aware that like, oh, well, I only look this way because I live in the gym. It's like, but if you want to enjoy your life, you probably also want a coach who lives beyond the weights. I wish more clients would ask questions like that for me and ask like what our life kind of looks outside. I mean, our social media kind of explains it, that, but this is why we're explaining it more because I've done that in the past. I've lived in the gym, like, mm-hmm. and I missed out on so much and it's yeah. totally not worth it. If your goal is not purely to like step on stage or like if right. you're a professional athlete or even that that's creating those boundaries mm-hmm. and having a coach to help you understand like there's so much life and you could still mm-hmm. get freaking awesome results that's content for you boom boom mm-hmm. i'll, I'll make my way back into the social media space it i you know <laughs> how much that kind of overwhelms me at times Ebbs and flows. that's content for joel it's coming in <laughs> I, yeah, I, I agree. Like find people, not only who can teach you what you want to know, but like whose life, whose life philosophy, because they're going to spend hours talking to you Mm -hmm. hours. So like, make sure that you enjoy their philosophy or it's something you look forward to. Cause if people hire me and they're like, well, I don't, I don't care about anything you say. It's like, well, you're wasting a lot of money seeing me. (laughs) Makes no sense. I think personality is a big one too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Make sure like you guys match up personality wise. Cause I've also worked with coaches. They were very much like no facial expressions, very much like, like a doornail. And they were sociopaths. <laughs> they were, you know, great coaches, but it yeah. just didn't match up with. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's a big portion too. It's a relationship, you know, Facts. you want, you want it to work. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I, I think that's really good guidance. Cause I think people don't think about that. They're like, Oh, well this coach has, you know, a lot of experiences has whatever, but it's like, you want to like the person that you're again, spending hours talking to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, I love all this. Okay. What do you want to leave people with? If they hear, if they forget everything they said, they have short-term amnesia and they're like, I don't remember any of this episode. What do you want them to remember? That you can become a healthier more badass version of yourself without missing out on life. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like that? Do you have another one? Are we good? No, that's good. That's good, right? <laughs> that was good. We'll, we'll just leave it there. How do they find you? If they're like, oh my God, get these women in my life, please. How do they find you? The best place is Instagram, Beyond the Weights Coaching, or you can find our website, beyondtheweights.net. And you have a, and we have a podcast <laughs> that's called the Beyond the Weights podcast. <laughs> Basically, yeah. just search Beyond the Weights anywhere, and you'll find us. <laughs> Dude, thank you guys so much. Y'all are total dolls. Thank, thank you. you. This was fun.